The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet at a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the State Farm Center for this afternoon's contest for the Fighting Illini. They are hosting the Florida Atlantic University Owls. First time ever a matchup between these two programs. The Owls come in at 8 and 4. The Illini are 4 and 8 and 0 and 2 in Big Ten play. It's been a week since the Illini played. They dropped the Bragging Rights game down in St. Louis to Missouri 79-63. Florida Atlantic's last contest, a loss at Miami, Florida of the ACC 75 to 55. Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. Georgie Bajanishvili is out with his peanut M&Ms. Yep, he always comes by and says hello. He's the friendliest guy we ever had, isn't he? Absolutely, and I guess that's the pregame protein slash sugar snack of <laughs> Everybody else is shooting out there, and he's sitting on the side eating M&Ms. And dancing a little and bit doing as a little well. dancing, yeah. <laughs> he's the best dancer we've ever had. That's for sure. Well, welcome in. Final non-conference game for the yep. Illini of the year before we go back to Big Ten play. Uh, Florida Atlantic, uh, not not a formidable opponent when you look at them on paper, and they're also missing a couple of key guys, including their leading scorer. Yeah, they're, they're missing two six seven players, which uh, really hurts them because uh, Stapleton, in the last game he played, uh, he scored 27 points, so he must be a pretty good player. And, of course, Ingram is their best player, averaging 18.9 points a game and 8.2 rebounds, and and um, he's got a, a sounds like he's got a need that's going to cost him the whole season. That's that's unfortunate news for these owls who are coached by Dusty May, who did not play basketball. He was a manager at Indiana at Indiana, and uh, didn't actually play. That's an un usually coaches have had playing experience. It makes me wonder how you buy get the trust of your players. I think it can be done, but it's probably a little different path. Yeah, there there have been several like that. And, you know, uh, the one thing that if you went back in, in history at Illinois about the man and, and analyze how the managers made out in life, not many of them became coaches. But, boy, we've had some managers that were just from, from Roger Ebert on up through. I mean, we've had a lot of them. Matt I mean, is, successful, very yeah. successful guys. Matt McCumber uh, has helped us with our coverage in, in years past. And. If you're, if you're willing to work hard as a manager for no pay, you don't get anything out of it, really. You go to get, travel with the team and that sort of thing. But 
just to, you know the, the hours that they put in and not to get to play. I mean, you, you got to have some perseverance about you as a person. My colleague Ryan Baker was a manager too. Yes, he was for the final line. Yes, he was. Jim Phillips was a manager. Now he was a manager. The AD at Northwestern. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. It's a path. We have to something, so let that be if you can't make it onto the roster. Before he got out, he was more than a manager for Lou Henson. He was a guy that was helping in their films and all kinds of stuff. I mean, he was he uh, he moved up pretty fast, and he's still moving. <laughs> we'll see his new building next Sunday, a week from tomorrow. That's right. When the Illini uh, go to Northwestern, first they'll have to go to Indiana. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry about that, but uh, that's the way the schedule is drawn up. I want to get to that in a moment. Hey, also a note that tonight or today on the coverage, Nate Mast is here filling in for Deion Thomas and Doug Altenberger unavailable. So he'll be alongside Brian Barnhart, former Illini, former uh, Champagne Central product as well. We'll talk to him and catch up with him in just a minute. Wanted to make a note about something. Is, uh, I've seen something going around here, uh, Lauren. Yesterday, our colleague Scott Ritchie asked Brad Underwood to evaluate the season in terms of growth and development. You mean as for a grade? Yeah, well, he didn't ask him for a grade. He asked him to uh, evaluate it. And, okay. And Underwood offered up a grade, and he uh -huh. said B plus, B minus. And that's got a lot of people rattled because – I wish he was my professor in school. <laughs> right. Some of those Ds that I turned in would be Bs. But he didn't ask him to evaluate the season. He asked him to evaluate his team's growth and development. So argue, if you will, uh, with the assessment of, of the coach, but – I just think it's an important note. I don't know what grade he would give the Illini at four and eight, but four and eight uh, kind of speaks for itself. Well, whatever ma whatever coaches say during press conferences, I listened to John Fox the other day say, "When I get up, when I got up there, when he was with the Bears, he said the m the first thing I was careful to do is not to t say as much as possible, and not say anything." And so that's what I take it. I don't put any. Uh, import on anything a coach says at a press conference because I know he's just trying to figure out what to say to make it sound best. And Is not, that right or and, not? I mean, am and, I, I don't, I'm not criticizing. If I was them, I'd do the same thing. And not give anything away. Well, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Not give anything away. And, and if you don't say anything, Lovey does this, Lovey Smith does this. If you don't say anything important, you haven't made anybody mad. You haven't put anything on the billboard, you know, up on the uh, for people to, to use against you. The and whiteboard. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> and, and so, all I'm saying is that we put, uh, people jump all over these things that people say, uh, and uh, and they're really just trying to say nothing. That's what they're really trying to do. Most in most cases. Now we had Rod Smith on this morning on radio show, and he was terrific. He says stuff all the time. He's willing to talk. But he hasn't learned yet. He hasn't been a head coach yet. Well, he's a head coach. <laughs> <laughs> He'll change. We'll see if we can say something or nothing <laughs> when we come back. It's a Rudy Wealth Management pregame show for all your retirement and planning investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Nate Mast will be on the call with Brian Barnhart. We'll talk with him in just a moment on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Courtside at the State Farm Center, Illinois against Florida Atlantic this afternoon. The final non-conference matchup of the year. Illini are 4-8. The Owls out of Boca Raton 
our eight and four. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate here with you. Uh, one note, Adonis De La Rosa, a question mark for today. He's not been out on the floor yet to warm up. That might indicate he won't play today. He's been in and out of practice the past few days. So we'll see. It probably also means more minutes for Samba Kane. Well, Nate Mast is here, a former letter winner with the Illini. Played for the Illini in the late 90s, early 2000s. And will be on the broadcast alongside Brian Barnhart. Also the pride of Champaign Central. Nate, good to see you. Welcome back. Uh, thank you. Excited to be here. You're down in southern Illinois now, right? Uh, down in southern Illinois, Mount Vernon's where we're out of. Um, you got to pull up that microphone there. there. Gotcha. Uh, Mount Vernon's where we're located now. Spent three seasons at uh, southern Illinois in Carbondale before getting out of coaching about four seasons ago. So now I'm in the commercial insurance world. So... What, could, what took you out of coaching? Was it uh, the desire for a sane life? <laughs> uh, well, it, it, the timeline of, of hopping from one place to the next and a growing family, uh, I met a guy at the right time who made the right offer, and I felt like it was time to make that move. Indeed. Well, glad that you're going to be here on, on this call. You've been keeping up with the Illini? I have, obviously. Uh, being in Maui gave some good exposure, watched those uh, games out there, and was here for the UNLV um, basketball reunion a week or two ago and uh, followed these guys a little bit and watching them watch them grow and, and turn into the team they'll be here in the next few months. Talk about, Nate, talk about uh, the difficulty of closing out games. When you've been losing games, you got the lead, how do you close out? Well, I think what I've seen with this team and that uh, UNLV was a prime example there when we were in the lead uh, down the stretch. Uh, and we may have seen it here lately with Trent Frazier stepping up. I was waiting to see who wanted the ball at the end of the game, and I think what this team is going to find out when we get the lead at the end, who needs to have that ball and, and close the game out. So as we play together more, get a little more comfortable with each other, I think you'll start seeing who's going to have that ball and make that play at the end. I've wondered what is the dynamic as Io gets more comfortable and grows into his role and who he is, and you have Trent already who's a known scorer. How do they figure out how to be together on the floor? <laughs> I think the coaches would hope it, it happens quickly and in practice every day, but you know when the lights come on and, and you're facing different opponents, and, and as you'll see as we get into the Big Ten season, he'll have a better idea of who he's playing playing against each night. You know, going against Fort Atlantic, a team they don't know, it's so hard for a freshman to understand personnel, let alone playing with your own team. So those two guys playing together, it, it just takes time, and the coaches just want it to go so quick, but unfortunately, uh, they just have to meld together. What's the danger of putting too much emphasis on uh, Trent, uh, who is more of a scorer than he is a playmaker? So, you know, you can't expect him to score all the time. They're going to start double teaming or at least one and a half on him, aren't they? Uh, I couldn't agree more that uh, he is a scorer, but I think he also needs to be a playmaker. And, and, and that's what we're, we're kind of talking about here is who's going to step up and be that that second score for him, and it may be AO as we get into the season a little bit more, but um, you're exactly right. Scouting reports are going to get better and better, especially as we head into the Big Ten. Teams are going to know what Trent's going to do, and we're going to have to have somebody step up and make the next play because it's going to get out of his hands, and it's going to be in somebody else's hands too. So we got to find out who that's going to be. Nate Mast with us. He'll be on the uh, court side here. He'll be next to Brian Barnhart as the analyst today filling in for Dion and, and Doug. Um, did you work with Bill Self too after, uh, did you do any work at Kansas? Yeah, so I, I was three years as a player for Kruger and then Coach Self came in my senior year. 
spent a fifth year here as a student coach. And I actually left for a couple years to go be an intern with an architecture firm down in West Palm Beach, not too far from Boca, actually. Uh, and then Coach Self let me back on his staff at Kansas at a as a grad assistant. So I spent three seasons out there with Coach Self at Kansas. Um, and then I had the crossroads again. Do I want to go be an architect or do I want to coach? So as he would say, I'm a moron, and I chose coaching for 12 <laughs> years. And, and here I am uh, out of the game again and, and doing insurance. So. Think of all the fun you've had. I, you know, uh, you, you're right. You can't pass up these opportunities. And I walk into this arena, so many good memories come back. Uh, and I've had a lot of great memories coaching at other places as well. What was the secret to Kruger? He just keeps winning games. Isn't he amazing? He is. He's uh, got a better team this year than he had last yeah, year. Yeah, he, he's got a great playbook, and he knows how to get guys to do what he wants. And I tell you, when you hear that dad gummit, you know he's mad, and you better do what he says. <laughs> That's about as extreme as he gets, isn't it? <laughs> you know you're in trouble if you hear that. <laughs> well, Nate, appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Uh, we'll hear you plenty more, and uh, it's a treat to have you here. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. All right, Nate Mast, uh, back to be on the radio broadcast today and uh, doing good things down in southern Illinois. Keys to the game when we come back for Illinois and Florida Atlantic. This is Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Headed towards tip-off between Florida Atlantic and the Illini. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you here courtside at the State Farm Center. We're not doing this very much at this stretch of the season. A note here from the Illini that this is the team's lone home game between the span of December 16th to January 9th. First four Big Ten games on the schedule, including the two they've already played, not at the State Farm we Center. We ought to have a lot of home games coming up later on in the Big Ten season after we play all these games on the road. It seems like something ought to balance out. There yeah. will be three home games here for the Big Ten in January, but the first one is Michigan. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough assignment. Are you you want to take it back to the store and exchange <laughs> it for something else? Is that what you're saying? Well, you know, Michigan's getting the most out of everybody. They, this is a... A real uh, phenomenon, I think, in the in the country. I think that the, of all the teams that are ranked, we we knew Nevada was going to be good. We knew that North Carolina would have come back with an un Kentucky and Duke and Kansas. We knew all about those teams. Michigan's up there. It's kind of hard for people to to accept them, I think, because we weren't expecting it. Well, John they, they lost an awful lot with Wagner and the other two guys out of that starting lineup. They, they're replacing three good players. John Beeline is just a master at coaching. And uh, he's worth every penny for the Wolverines. All right, let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. Florida Atlantic, not the most formidable opponent. What's your keys, Lauren? The key for me is a totally different approach than I've ever taken. I want to see assists. I want to see players helping other players get open for shots. You can't have six assists in a basketball game. That's unheard of. That's not enough. You've got to have guy, players that are working to get open, not for themselves, but to create situations where the, you, you make the defense move and you find an open guy. And I also want to see some more passes into the post to be to Georgia. You can get assists by giving the ball to Georgia on the block because he can turn around and put it in. All right, those are our keys to the game. Coming up, Coach's Corner, Brian Barnhart talks to Chin Coleman, 
when we come back. It's time now for the Coach's Corner. The voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, is with Illini assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has today's scout. Here's Brian and Chin. It's the final uh, non-conference game of the year. Chin Coleman joins us. Hope you had a good Christmas. Great Christmas. Great yeah. Christmas. It's time to get away and rejoice and be blessed to be with family. And, uh, you know, we get so overwhelmed by the business and the job that a lot of our families get neglected and uh, to have an opportunity to have two and a half days almost uh, to spend with our family is priceless. So uh, thankful for that and had a great, great holiday. What's it like? You played the game too, coming back after Christmas and then kind of getting refocused on basketball. Is that hard to do or not? It, it is hard. Um, and that's why you, 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 you try to simulate as much as you can the couple days you have in practice. Um, to, to really go hard and get the get the sea legs up under us and, and, and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, it's part of the, the deal. You know, it's part of the movie. So uh, we have to find a way to, to get ourselves going, and we got to find a way to get ourselves healthy. And when I say healthy, I mean healthy on the, 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 the right column, which is the winning mm-hmm. column. So um, this is an important game for us because it's the next game on our schedule, and it's an opportunity for us to win another game and so we want to try to do whatever we got to do to, to get better and win so that we can start try to see if we can build some momentum into uh, league play i was going to say that's part of it is the timing just before league play you want to be in a good mindset doing a lot of good things before you start league play uh definitely because we have 18 monsters the big 10 is uh arguably rpi ranks i would say it's the, the number one league in the country we have what eight teams in the in the conference ranked top 25 and uh, if you look at it, we feel like we can play with all of them and we can beat all of them. But we have to do a lot of things a lot better, and that's our attention to detail. We have to play our brand and our style of basketball in order to give ourselves a chance. And we haven't done that for 40 minutes. Uh, our last game against Missouri, we played, i say, about 33 and a half minutes, our style of brand of basketball. And then the last seven, 31, we didn't. We, 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 the bottom fell out, and we have to find a way to hold everything together. And so... We, we're trying to commit to details, commit to doing it our way, and commit to playing Illinois brand of basketball. If we do that, we'll be fine. Yeah, and part of that, playing our way, is uh, moving the ball and sharing the ball. But those last seven minutes, and really the whole game, we really didn't do that well enough. We didn't do it. We got uh, caught up in fool's goal where we, 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 we only dominated one side of our package. And, and that's not what we want to do. We're a better team when the ball is moving, when the ball is sharing our system. Uh, is for the ball to move, bodies to move, and for guys to get equal opportunity um, to have freedom at the offensive end. But uh, we've kind of met a bunch, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll be able to share some things and share the wealth, so to speak, and get back to playing where the ball is moving, and we're a high assist team. That's what we want to be, a high assist team. We had two assists that game. It wasn't a good game for us, so we, we got to get back to what it is that we do. Florida Atlantic, a team with a young basketball program. It's a young school, relatively speaking. But it looks like they poured some money into that program. They've got a, a coach who uh, was a student manager at Indiana, worked his way up the ladder in Dusty May. And so uh, kind of give us the overall picture of their program. They're a resilient bunch, I'll tell you that. They're tall, they're big, they're strong, they're physical. They're one of the top teams in the country in rebounding. They really attack the offensive class hard. Uh, one thing I'll say about them, and I talk about the resiliency of this team, is that they play UCF. That UCF was down 16, 18 points and came back and, and beat them. So they're not going to go away. Uh, they have some guys that 
has been put in a tough situation because I think that they're without maybe their two best players. So some of their younger players are going to have to step up. But one thing I know about Dusty May is teams are all well coached. They're tough. They're physical. They really, really guard. They play a packed defense that's really good. They swarm the basketball. They try to muck up the paint. So it's going to be a challenge for us to, to be disciplined and play the game plan and understand what we're going to be able to get in terms of how they defend. We're going to see a lot of zone, which we haven't seen. So uh, that's going to be difficult for us to transition from man to zone, man to zone. They're going to muck it up, and they're going to switch defenses and try to disrupt our timing and rhythm. So we're going to be prepared for that. We're prepared for that. And the bottom line, it's about us. We got to get back to getting about us and doing what we do and feeling good and, and understanding what it is that Coach Underwood wants. We do that, we'll be fine in every game we play from here on out. All right, we'll take a break. Back on the coach's corner here with assistant coach Chin Coleman after this. Chin Coleman has the scout here for the Owls of Florida Atlantic. They're out of Boca Raton, Florida. They're here today to battle the Illini. You mentioned one of the players, uh, Jalen Ingram, I think got hurt a couple games ago. I don't know if he's available or not, but uh, he's a big part of what they do. From our information that we gathered, is uh, he's out for the season. Is a knee. I think it's a season-ending knee injury that he suffered in the uh, Arkansas State game. Uh, I think that the other best player is Xavier Xavier. Stapleton, he, um, I think he too has a knee injury, but I don't think his is uh, as damaging as uh, Ingram's. I think he could possibly play. We're not sure whether or not he'll play or not. If he does, he's a really good player. He becomes the, the best player on the floor for them. But beside him, they have a really talented freshman in Jalen Sebring who's going to step up. And then they have another talented freshman in, in uh, Niang, uh, 6'9", stretch pick-and-pop foreman. But I think that what happens is the bulk of the, the burden of their offense is going to now be shouldered by Azure, who's a guard and shoots, shoots the ball really well, and Matre Richardson, who's a guard that we're familiar with because him, he and uh, our kid Dre played uh, together in high school. So we, uh, we're prepared for them. We're going to shut them down. We, we, we're hungry, man. We're going to come out thirsty and hungry. We, we, we need a win, so we're going to do what it takes. See, they have a young man. I think he's from Bulgaria originally, but was it Kankakee? Did yes. I see a Kankakee Community yes. College? Uh, I think that's uh, – is it Lepetchev? Yeah. Lepetchev, big, strong, lefty, physical post, got a quick jump, quick jump. Uh, we, we, we really like him on film. We really like him on film. We're going to try to neutralize him, keep him off the glass, take his right shoulder away and, and make sure that he doesn't affect the game with his, his, his offensive rebounding and his physical play. Yeah, it looks like they can bring in some big guys yeah, and rotate them through, right? Absolutely. They got, they got three of them to play with right now. The pitcher, mm -hmm. they'll start Salinas, and then they have another one, Zesevich. So they got, a, they got a three headed monster, and they're all 6'9, 245 plus. So they're all big, strong, physical uh, at the five spot. Yeah. Well, and uh, one of the assistant coaches is a, a gentleman who worked with Coach Underwood at Stephen F. Austin, so he kind of knows a little bit about what we do, right? He does, but uh, he is a, a student of Coach Underwood, so to speak. But uh, like you know, Mr. Miyagi, he didn't give Daniel's son all of these, all of the tools. You know, so yeah. he has some of them, yeah. but he don't have all of them. So yeah. Mr. Miyagi, he gave Daniel's son a lot of the tools, but yeah. he didn't give him all of them. Yeah. So we'll be fine. That's good. Well, wrap it up with this. Important to be playing well, as you said. Get kind of back into the swing of things after Christmas and then kind of build for next week. That's our mindset right now. This is a big game for us. We're going to attack this game as a championship. Every game is a championship for us from here on out. One game championship. So we, 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 we really want to come out 
very thirsty, very hungry, tenacious, because we have to get back on the right side of things, and we got to build some momentum to attack this league. We're not going to lay down in this league. We feel like we can beat any team in this league. We're going to approach every game this summer. All right. Hey, Trin, good luck. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you. Happy right. New Year. All right. We'll come back with more after this. Illini basketball coverage. Thank you, Brian. The Coach's Corner is brought to us by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Well, that'll do it for the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. I'm back with you after the ball game. For the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, Tim Dittman is with me. We'll welcome your calls, your texts, your tweets about what you saw and heard on this one from the State Farm Center. More game day coverage in a moment from the State Farm Center. You're listening to News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign.